What's up, guys? This is J&M Breakroom Banner. I'm Mike, your host here with Jake. He's also your host. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all are having a good week. So, Mike, how's your week, man? You know, it wasn't too too bad of a week. It wasn't eventful. Wish it was eventful. I'll tell you what, though, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck Spectrum Internet, okay? If you got Spectrum, get rid of Spectrum. I've, I'm done with Spectrum. Spectrum is no good, all right? It's a no-fly zone at my house. No fly. We're done, you know? Yeah. Sorry, Spectrum, but, uh, yeah, you're getting some hate this way, too. Um, yeah, I, I had Spectrum for a couple of years, and, yeah, I hated them, too. I mean, first time – let me just break it down for everyone in a fast, short – quick story there was an issue with the modem i called spectrum hey your modem's fucked up you know help me out you know do your thing be the fast providing internet service that you that you say you are and help me out um well r and uh the modem seems fine well i said okay well could it be my router um but my router is only a year and a half old and it's a, it's a decent router. I said, I don't think it's my router. Oh, uh, well, um, the modem shows, the, the status of the modem looks fantastic. And uh, your router is a piece of shit. Basically what they said to me. So I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll get rid of this piece of shit and get a new piece of shit. So I got this brand new router. Better than this one. It can do all kinds of stuff. I got 5G, 5G2. I got three different links I can hook my Wi-Fi up and there's only two of us in the house. I don't even know why I have this big router. I don't need it, but I have it. Hooked it back up, went about a day or two, internet keeps going in and out again. I call Spectrum. I said, hey, you know, I had this issue before. You said it was my router. I got a brand new router. Um, Well, the modem seems fine. I said, "It's it's not my router. It's the fucking modem. All right, you you already gave me this shit. It's the modem. It has to be the modem. Well, here we go again. Well, it's showing fine. I said, well, I'm telling you it's not. So, long story short, they sent me a new modem. Went about three months later till present day, and modem just completely just bit the dust. No power, no nothing. And... I had to send go go on my off day to go to Spectrum just to get a replacement, and while I'm there, just trying to get my modem. How's your uh, cell phone services? Is there anything I can get you? Oh, you have Verizon or AT and T. Oh, wow, we have cheaper. We got the cheapest in town. I'm yeah, like, I'm no. sure there's a reason for that. I said no, no, you ain't gonna do this. I said, I told the lady, I said, nope, I'm about to get rid of Spectrum. And if you keep pushing this sales tactic on me, I will be out like a boner in sweatpants. You should have hit him with like a a little bit of Ricky Bobby. Get out, Karen, get out. I should have. But she just shut her mouth and she went, got me a modem. I grabbed the modem. I said, good day. She said, good day. We went on our way. But. Still having internet issues. Keeps going in and out. I don't know what the hell the deal is. But um, yeah, other than that, Jake, my week's been fly, 
as a kite. I don't even know what that means, but it's been flying. How's your week? Yeah, well, it wasn't as eventful as that. Um, my week hasn't been too bad. It's just been working mainly. Um, oh, I did, did meet this nice gentleman up at Kroger. You know, I'm, I haven't seen anybody this happy about their job in a long time. I mean, I was just up there going to get my groceries and, uh, or, and, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of backed up at the self-checkout, but then this guy was just getting killed. Like he had, or he had people coming up with carts of groceries and that dude just had a big ass smile on his face. And, or, and, uh, it was like every, every time somebody new came up, he's like, you know what? You people are the reason that I have a job and just had kept it attitude or a good attitude the whole time. I always enjoy seeing was people he, like that. Was he an older gentleman? Yeah. It was it the one uh, close to my house, that Kroger. No, this is the one right next to mine. Okay, all right. I was gonna say there was a guy just like that, uh, but um, I tell you what, you know who are the best workers when it comes to being enthusiastic. And I mean this in all the respectful ways. But you know who I'm, who uh, the group of people I'm talking about? Yeah. The special needs. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All they care about, and some of them really do, especially the ones with Down syndrome, they have nothing going on in their life to where to distract them from going to work with a happy attitude. They, I mean, they're always happy, man. I mean, they're living the best life. You know, they got their Capri Suns and they got their animal crackers, and they they get they get to work just happy, ready to go, bag some clo uh, groceries. You know, they're they're just happy as can be. You know, nothing can get them down while they're at work. Yeah, no, it's it's always good to have people like that. Till you find out how much they get paid, and then you then any realistic person would be upset. Well, it's just, look, that's good that even people like, they can make the positive out of any bad situation. They really can. Well, yeah, I have those just... days for the most part, but then, you know, just, you you reach certain points where you just, you can't hold it in anymore and things get to you. Yeah. That's like, uh, that was like last Friday. I was uh, doing a fish fry and we had a, the, the main guy, put up a, a new uh, canopy and just to pre prevent the wind or uh, the rain but it's a sunny day so there's really no need for it but it was a windy day and, and we use those gas propane like turkey deep fryer type of burners we don't got a commercialized one and uh we had a wall up for the canopy and if you if you realize those walls if you can remember, they're like the parachute-like material. So when the wind gust comes through, it just like takes it, really. And you can have it staked to the ground. You can have it zip-tied, attached to a 500-pound rock. And with the right powerful wind gust, that thing will move on you or rip easily. And I remember last Friday when we were doing it, that thing took off and ripped the ripped the wall apart took all the zip ties those snapped and the next you know the the wall is flapping in the wind right there next to the burner where the flame is next to a big pot of of oil 
uh, where we fry the fish. And I'm just like, oh, this is a fire hazard. This ought to be good. So I'm doing all this work to strap it down. I'm moving this heavy um, blue light cooler. It's like the coolers that you see at like festivals that have beer in there. And you go to the beer stand, you pay the money, and they reach into that blue cooler and pull out a nice cold iced beer. You know, that type of cooler. Hey, G, for the G's or hip, G's or hips to lift? I use my back. Don't do that. Uh, I Never. made sure. Remember, Happy, it's all in the hip. Get off of me. Just easing the tension, baby. Easing the tension. Ease it on someone else. We're on that one, dipshit. <laughs> so I'm moving this cooler heavier than shit. I'm moving it, pushing it. And one of my coworkers, he goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm working. He said, it really doesn't seem like you're working. I said, well, I'm not getting paid as much as I should for this work, but I'm worse. I'm still working. Sorry, genius. I'm not working my mouth like you are over there. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I will tell you something, Mike, and uh, just let, let, let me finish before you before you say anything. I right. happen to watch an episode. I happen to watch an episode of The Bachelor. Now, you know, I was kind of. I was surprised at how I took this. You know, I keep hearing all these people watch or watch this damn show. It always sounded stupid to me. And don't get me wrong, it still is. But it, it came on on Hulu when I woke up. And it was like Tiger King. You know how stupid it is. But you can't stop watching. I don't get it. The Bachelor. That sounds like a show I would have to sit and watch with my girl, and she would force me to watch. Thank God yeah. my girl's not into that. Yeah, and I, I said the same thing too. And which I, I don't regularly watch a show, but like th that episode, I could not stop watching it because it was just. It's like, it's like the blind or the love is blind. It's like the perfect match, or, you know, the love circle, Jesse. I love you, Jesse. Sorry, bitch. I'm with this horse. Yeah, and I do not see how people watch this show other than just strictly the entertainment of how stupid it is. Okay, so you you've, think... got, you've got this guy in a, what, a mansion full of, what, 30 women? Whatever the hell it is. They're all, Sounds like a they're lucky all guy. Going, yeah, no kidding. I'm sure every man in America is jealous of that, but this is, is it what, just him or just one guy. You know, I'm not sure if he stays with them or not. I know the girls all stay in this damn house, but I'm not sure if he does or what. But you know, the guys in this fucking mansion with all these other girls, like no other guys in sight. But uh, I really don't get it. They they got this guy on here. They're all going for true love. And it's it makes no sense to me. Because you got all, all these girls together. They all talk about, oh, I, I came here for you. Oh, my God. They all talk about how awesome he is. And like how they, they couldn't see themselves with anybody else. And Shut up, he, bitch. You're just wet. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets on there. He talks to, or talks to these girls. He's like, I, I really feel like I'm making a serious connection with this girl. Starts making out with this girl. 
two minutes later, talking to another one. I really feel like I got a great connection with this girl. Makes out with her. This <laughs> proceeds to go on again and again and again. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. It's, it drives me crazy. But you know what would also kill me too? You know, like at the end of the episode where, like, or, uh, like, you know, like, like Survivor, at the end of the episode, there's an elimination. So this dude hands out, or hands out roses to all the girls that are staying. And apparently if they had some kind of great connection before, I didn't give them a rose before the damn elimination. However the fuck that works. But, uh, so he's handing out all these roses. He gets down to the last rose. And the big anticipation, like, they're like, oh, my God, who, who's going to get sent home? Who's going to get sent home? And then, then drum rolls and everything. Yeah, And then the host comes out, the host of the show. You never see this dude that gets out of the last rose. Dude literally walks out. Let's call, I forget the guy's name. Let's call him Harry. Say the bachelor's name is Harry. The host walks out, looks at all the ladies. He says, ladies, turns to Harry, says Harry, then turns back. This is the last rose of the evening. Turns around, walks out. Well, no shit, genius. They, thanks for the update. We clearly could not tell there was only one rose left. Thank you for making your way down just to tell us that. Holy fuck, there's one rose. I wasn't even looking. I wouldn't have known that information had you not just come out and told us. Harry, there's only one rose. Oh, gosh. That kind of blew my mind a little bit. When I was in L.A. with for MasterChef, there were specific girls there that you can pinpoint. You just know by looking at them. They're those type of women that would watch that show. And I remember when I was in L.A., we were all sitting around at the bar eating and just having a couple of drinks and just socializing because that's what you do when you're on MasterChef, guys. Here's the big secret. You, you stay in a hotel and you just sit there at the hotel and do absolutely nothing. We did absolutely nothing other than just sit at the bar and chit-chat and just socialize. Um, but there were these certain women, I would say there was about like six of them, that went back to the room just so they could watch The Bachelor. I, I want to know why The Bachelor is so good so good to watch. Like I said, the only reason I could see it is just for the entertainment of how stupid that was. Because I'm not kidding you. It was like Tiger King. It, it came on, you know how dumb it is, but I just couldn't stop watching. Cracking up the whole time. It's like those memes you see where uh, those guys are sitting there like, oh, God, you got, you're watching this. Five episodes in. No, Jason, you picked the wrong one. What are you doing? Yeah, hopefully I don't get sucked down that rabbit hole. Well, I'm I good do, after that episode, but I, I, I couldn't stop watching that episode. I do have to admit, I did watch uh, Perfect Match on Netflix, and uh, that show... I would say it's just like what you described, Tiger King. It, it it just draws you into where you want to just keep watching it. But it's so stupid, man. It's these bunches of people that just go in there and you have to have you have to match up the first night. And if you don't match up you go home. 
And long story short, in that show, um, there's a little spoiler alert. There's a girl named Francesca that all these guys are fucking drooling over. And uh, she matches with this one guy named Dom. And they hit it off. They seem like a good couple. Well, there was this another, like, an Asian lady. I think her name was Sarah, possibly. Um, I can't think of her name, but I think it's Sarah. But she's Asian. She was the only Asian one there. And she had the she had the hots for Dom. And Francesca was like, no, you don't talk. You don't talk to him. We're, we're in a relationship. You don't do that. Like, you're starting to piss me off. Like, girl, don't even get me going. Back off my man. Yeah, but bitch, please, don't you be doing this shit to me, okay? Back off, boo-boo, back off. And so I'm sitting here like, damn, these bitches are so fucking stupid and thirsty. It's un, it's unreal. Uh, so they, uh, if you win a challenge, a match challenge with your couple of or a couple of whatever, um, you get to do a reward and go on a date, and then you have the opportunity to bring in more single men or single women, and you have the opportunity to send whoever is in the house already, because there's only like five couples that live in the house, so like ten people. Uh, you can send one of them on a date and split up a couple and kind of like, you know, mess around a little bit. Well. Dom and Francesca won a uh, match couple uh, reward. They went on the date, had a good date. Then they come back. Then they uh, were going through all these choices of who to bring in. Well, Francesca saw her ex there. Oh, shit. On the board. And in my mind, well, what happened was, she told Dom, she's like, I want to go on a date with my ex because I want to clean, clear the air. I want to kind of just like let it go and kind of just like solve and fix everything that went wrong. And Dom was like, <laughs> Dom was like, yeah, girl, you know. Yeah, you, let me you, go on I a date with you. my ex to clear the air. Yeah, let, I trust you, you know, it, I, I know we're, we're, we met like, three days ago, but we're the perfect match, so I trust you. Well, this bitch goes on a fucking date with her ex, and she's fucking making out within five minutes. And they come back, obviously, they come back, and Dom is history. So then, and just like, this happens This happens throughout the show, but Francesca, in particular, was so backwards, and I'm just like, I'm watching just to watch her, because it was just like, what the fuck? So she gets with her ex, not knowing that she's also bisexual. So here comes another girl, and she goes on a date with a girl, makes out with her, comes back and starts dating this girl, ditches her ex, and then um, shortly after that, she ditches the girl and goes back to her ex, and then she leaves the show completely without anyone. Goodness. And, I look, did some digging, and she's dating a trans man. And, you know, I got no problem with that. But my thing is, that show made her like some goddess. Put her on this high pedestal. 
And that was a shit show and a half. She couldn't even find fucking love within a group of all these men and women, single men and women, trying to find the perfect match. And just watching her go through it was just like, damn, this is fucking crazy. But other than that, that show was a, was a bust. The ending was a shit. Yeah, it sounds like it. Because I even went more digging on all the rest of the cast members. None of them are with their uh, match. None of them. They're all with someone new now. So that show was a shit. Yeah, it's a, it sounded like that. You had me at the part where she said that she was going to go on a date with her ex to clear the air. When clear the, the air. I'll tell you what. She, does that ever happen? That's not not the first time. Or that, She's not the only woman that does that. There's other women that go on their dates with their ex there. Yep. Uh, and then also, how how do you get a show going with these women and their exes? How do you get them all on the same uh, show? All for the entertainment. And they're all from... The, the cast members are all from Love is Blind and uh, the circle, uh, Love Circle or whatever these shows are called, you know? The Orgy House, stuff like that. Well, you can even compare it to just, like, how these shows are set up. Look at what happened with you in MasterChef. Yeah. You did all the right things. Yeah, that... that... Like, you, you follow the rules and everything, but because they... Er, because the other people bro- broke the rules and everything, and they thought they were going to be more entertaining, so you were the better cook, but you got screwed. Yeah. But, I mean... I felt like, though, I dodged a bullet in a way. Although it would have been cool to be on and go far with it, but it didn't turn out to be what I thought it was, really. Yeah, it just shows how much of a joke reality TV is. Yeah. Well, they say, too, The Bachelor, or The Golden Bachelor, there was a guy that came out and said in an interview that uh, they feed them alcohol all the time. And they put them into situations that they're uncomfortable and they have to ask certain questions to get like the ball rolling and to get the uh, tough conversation going to where they can film it and be good for the viewers. That's why you were just like, why? Sometimes, you know, you ever watch those shows and you're just like, why the hell are you even asking this? Why are in there? And they always say, oh, I just can't hold back. I gotta, I gotta talk to her. This is not gonna work unless I talk to her. And then he goes and talks to her and fucks it all up. I feel like that's all scripted in, in there, and that's just the writers just saying, "Hey, you got, you gotta ask these questions." Yeah. But here's a shit ton of alcohol you can drink to, you know, give you the liquid courage for, that you need. Yeah, I believe that. You know what, maybe I need to watch The Golden Bachelor, too, you know, so that way I know how to date in my 70s. Are they all in their 70s? I would say so. The Golden Bachelor is all old people, right? Is it? Or is it the rich people? Well, I guess, well, I don't know. I know there's The Bachelor and The Golden Bachelor. I don't know if there was an age difference. Yeah, The Golden Bachelor, it's all uh, old people. That one might be entertaining. They might have more class. I doubt it. But the... Yeah, I can't get into those shows, really. But speaking of shows, they got Survivor coming out this Wednesday. That should be a good one. Yeah. I hope it's a good one. They they, they all usually are good. 
Yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to it. It's I'm, I'm like what I've seen so far. I know I'm still kind of new new to watching. This could be my first full season watching. And for all those who who are like naysayers or questioning about Survivor, don't know what Survivor is, we're gonna be hitting on those topics here this cu- coming weeks. But uh, so I, I I don't think from what I've watched and read up on, I don't think Survivor is scripted at all. It's all right there on television. Everything you see, everything is done is right there. I don't think, I mean, some, like, you know, things are cut out. But there's no, I don't think there's no, like, manipulating from the the, um, producers in the game. It's all done by the players. And uh, that's what I think is pretty cool about it. It's all natural. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting to see how they survive too, and just how they all interact with each other. If you were put into that situation, Jake, what would your best benefit be? Would it be the social skills, the physical skills, or the uh, or the mentality, probably your mental skills? And what I mean by all that is, social skills is creating rapport with everyone. Would you be the person to build bonds with a lot of people and uh, get far in the game that way? Or would you be the physical aspect where you win challenges and um, individual immunity challenges to prevent from going to tribal council where you might get voted off? Or would you do the mental game where you kind of like manipulate and lie to get people to turn on other people? I'd say there's certain aspects I'd kind of have from each, but I'd say it would probably be the social. Probably building building relationships, that'd probably be my best route on it. Or that's the area I'd probably be strongest. I think, I hate to say it, I think I would be the mental. I think I would be the manipulator. Yeah. Because I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm good at being social, but I do have my days where I don't, feel like talking to people there's just days where i'm just like you know what i'm done with everyone today i just want i just want to be alone i want to just like listen to music read a book go for a walk be with my dog stuff like that yeah i agree Um, i have those days too but uh i know some people that could just go out and talk to anyone and everyone and just I, i i i'm just not that person and physical challenges i feel like you can't be too physical if you're like some Greek god, you know, Zeus, and you're fucking slaying all challenges, uh, I feel like people would see that and they were like, okay, we got to get him out of here because he might win individual immunity and win the whole game because of it. So we need to eliminate him. So that's where I'm like, well, you shouldn't be too physical. At some point you need to be, but then at some point you just kind of let it go, I feel like. But we'll see what happens. I guess I'm, it's more along the lines because I guess it's hard for me to kind of combine those two categories. But what I mean by that is, or I feel like I could build relationships with the people. But this is the, this is the same point where it be kind of be the mentality aspect. I'm usually pretty good at reading people, so kind of mixing those two together, I would be able to read or if something. If somebody doesn't come off genuine or not. Yeah, reading is definitely, I would say, my strong aspect. 
picking up little social cues or stuff like that. I'm very good at picking out certain things. And and that comes with being a baseball player um, for playing um, up to college and that I was able to pick up people's like habits and what their tendencies and, you know, they like to do a certain thing or they're superstitious about something. What do they do? You know, I, I could pick up on that. I could pick up on, I, I like, you know, you know how some people can give you the eye, you know, the fucking yeah. eye, you know what I'm talking yep. about? You know, it, Italians know what I'm talking about. I can pick up on that. And it's just like, at that point, that, that would be my best bet. But then there's the part of me just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. What I mean by the eye though, that was a little, uh, little play on words with, uh, Sebastian. I forget his last name. He's an Italian comedian. Hilarious dude. Yeah, I know. I know you're talking said, about. I can't think of that last name though. He said he got himself his first car, a uh, nineteen something Toy, uh, Toyota uh, a Silica shit GT shit brown. He said his dad put up a red horn in his mirror. He said, "Why is there a red horn in my mirror, Dad?" And he said, "So they don't give you the eye, the eye." What eye? The fucking eye! <laughs> he said the uh, the, the Italians and Sicilians believe that you can have bad luck just by the look of what people give you. And he said, uh, he said, you know how I many girls he took on a date, and they just go, um, "Why do you have a bell pepper hanging from your mirror? It is to chase the demons away. So they don't seal your soul." Well, guys. That pretty much wraps up this week. Uh, we might come out with another bonus episode uh, with uh, the first episode of Survivor airing Wednesday. I don't know what day that is, but we might come out with that. If not, tune in to us next week. Uh, Jake, anything else you want to add? Yeah, I just got one more thing to say. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike, this is the end of our podcast for tonight. Everyone feel free to tune into The Bachelor. It's a real tearjerker. Nim, break room banner. We'll be right back.